Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you the podcast, Two Sober Chicks. Welcome to April 8th, 2020. I think we're on week three or four of COVID-19 isolation. I went to the grocery store today, and uh, as per usual, there is six feet of social distancing. Most people have masks and gloves. It's very controlled and orderly here. Um... I had someone ask me in a very passive-aggressive way if I don't, don't you need anything as she's motioning to her face and making circles, like a commentary on why I don't have a mask. And I'm like, nope, I'm good. I choose not to wear masks and gloves. gloves. Um, When I come home, when I get in and out of my truck, I have hand sanitizer. I hand sanitize the door handle, the steering wheel, the gear shifter. Um, When I come home, I wipe down my handles and wash my hands and, you know, I'm responsible and that's the way I choose to handle myself. And it makes me very sad in my heart when I see other people, um, I don't want to say shaming, but in a very negative or angry sense, judging or condemning people who are not observing the way they do. Um, So... I guess it's a live and let live thing. Don't really know why I'm talking about that, but it's probably because I just got home earlier from the grocery store. And can I tell you, I have established something new in my life, which is buying fresh flowers. I haven't done that in years. And I decided to start doing that while I'm in my home because I love them and they're beautiful. And one of the most beautiful ways to be in the moment for me is I'm a very tactile person. I like to touch things. I also am a smeller. I smell everything. And just stopping and burying my nose in a flower and smelling the flowers, it just brings me right into the moment. So speaking of the moment, I don't ever, I don't really have anything to talk about today. So we're going to read the language of letting go for April 8th and see what it says. Hey, if you're celebrating a sober birthday today, happy birthday. I would love to recognize you on a shot glass. So you can send me your dates and what you're celebrating. And I will give you a shout out because that's what we do in this program, right? (laughs) Self-care. I don't precisely know what you need to do to take care of yourself, but I know you can figure it out. Side note. I just started working with an amazing new sponsee and we are going through the steps together and we started step two yesterday. Yep, I gave her readings for step two yesterday, but at the end of our conversation yesterday after doing step one, she told me that she was struggling with like, what the hell do you do now that you don't drink? Like I'm having a hard time with it. And it's a really good question because what do we do? basically our lives have revolved around using and drinking and now there's all of this time for me in early recovery I needed to do stuff at night because that's when I used to drink so uh, the first thing I did was I joined a sewing class I don't like sewing but I thought "Eh, why not we'll figure it out we'll try it Um, and so I said to her like this is a real process of discovering who you are and what you like and you may not know right now but why don't you think about your bucket list, that will tell you what appeals to you. 
Um, what do you like to do? Do you, do you like to craft? She doesn't like to craft her whole family crafts. Okay, so we know what you don't like, which is almost as important as knowing what you do like. She likes to cook. Today she came up with um, some volunteer opportunities. Non-12 step recovery community service is still service. Uh, I told her that I have Play-Doh. I love playing with Play-Doh. Um, I tried adult coloring books, didn't like them. I learned how to make bread. Uh, I learned that I liked to go for walks. So self-care is doing things that you love that give you comfort. So let's get back to the reading. Rest when you're tired. Take a drink of cold water when you're thirsty. Call a friend when you're lonely. Ask God to help when you feel overwhelmed. Many of us have learned how to deprive and neglect ourselves. Many of us have learned to push ourselves hard when the problem is that we're already pushed too hard. Many of us are afraid the work won't get done if we rest when we're tired. The work will get done. It will be done better than work that emerges from tiredness of soul and spirit. Nurtured, nourish people who love themselves and care for themselves, are the delight of the universe. They are well-timed, efficient, and divinely led. Today, I will practice loving self-care. I also think that the ego is often why we can't rest when we're tired, because it tells us that if we don't do it, it won't get done. If we don't do it right, it'll get done wrong. And the best way as an antidote to the ego is to sink into your heart because the ego is all head and the heart is all spirit and love and that's where the divine connects with us. So if we're operating out of our heart, which is out of love, not out of obligation, and there are situations in life where we don't have a choice, but in most choices, we can choose to act out of our heart and choose to love ourselves and choose to rest um, I, in particular, struggle with myself every morning um, because I need to get up and do stuff, which I don't, but it creates anxiety in me because I just feel like, okay, I'm awake now. I should get out of bed. And especially through COVID, it's like I have this message that runs me that's like, hurry up so we can do nothing. And it's not that I'm doing nothing. I'm very busy in my little place doing podcasts and doing service work and attending meetings and cooking and cleaning and reading and watching TV and stretching and exercising and meditating like I'm busy. But it's this hurry up so we can do nothing. It's like slam on the gas so you can screech the brakes at the red light. It makes no sense. So with self-care today, sit in your heart and think of the things that bring a smile to your face or that you're excited to do. Sometimes for me, it's putting a beautiful, like I have ginger rose lemonade here and I happen to drink it out of a champagne glass. That makes me excited. I have really sank into my senses now because before I couldn't eat without being drunk. I couldn't listen to good music without being drunk. I couldn't go for a walk without being drunk. I couldn't settle down without being drunk. And now being fully alive and fully in my body and fully sober, I know what it's like to revel in the softness of a beautiful blanket or to taste the sharpness of ginger pink lemonade or to hear a Mozart concerto or a Requiem, which are my favorite, a Mozart Requiem 
and feel my body get like all vibratey because it's so good. And because I'm a highly sensitive person, as I think most of us are, and I have a I'm a big emotional person, I can get dangerously high off of easy stuff like that. So learning how to be in my body and to experience intense emotion without being drunk took time. And it just takes it just takes one step at a time, one experience at a time, one thought at a time, and then you become fully alive to life in a really beautiful, big, expansive, uninhibited way, which is honestly what I think is the major affliction of the addict or the alcoholic. And I heard this in a meeting yesterday or the day before that we're afflicted with humanity. I know who it was. It was Amanda. She said, we're afflicted with humanity. And I think it's overwhelming for us. But I promise you, if you work on it and you learn how to acknowledge your pain and sink into self-love, you can do it and you can experience life so joyously. You will also experience big pain and big suffering, but the promise of the program and the hope of a higher power tells us that we're going to be okay and life is going to be so worth living despite those times. So think about what lights you up, what excites you, what makes you feel like a kid, what makes you smile, and do one of those things for yourselves today or for yourself today. And don't forget to breathe. Okay, thank you for listening. I wish you a wonderful day and I'll talk to you tomorrow.